Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content you can subscribe to this podcast and most of the time you can just do it from your phone from itunes click subscribe and write a review this really helps us continue this path and this journey and we love doing it so much and again i'm so grateful that you're here let us know what you thought thanks for listening F this shit, I'm curing myself. Oh my goodness, I love that you say F this shit. I'm like, wait, wait why can't you just say the F word? I guess whatever, like, we try to keep the lyrics clean on this podcast, my friends, but uh, the book is called F this shit, I'm curing myself, and it is so good. I mean, I really, I want you to tell everyone, uh, first of all, who you are <laughs> and what you're doing on this <laughs> podcast. And uh, just, you know, tell us your journey and how you got to be uh, to where you are now. And just side note, I'm really excited to have you on. You've been a longtime listener from what I understand. And it's so fun for me to actually have somebody who's listened to this podcast and who is also an author and who is setting out to do incredible things in the world so sorry I'm like just introducing you that's who you are I'm 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 ready well I'm so excited to be here I I had it like in my agenda I was like it's Rosie day oh my god (laughs) yeah I was I've been looking forward to this for weeks um so yes I'm I'm so excited I uh in in short I work as like a wellness coach um and health advocate and and eternal optimist at kellytrack.com where I help people heal for real. So in terms of my health story, about 10 years ago, um, I remember sitting like in class feeling this tingling in my fingers and it was sort of the point where I was like, okay, what the hell is this? Okay, maybe I should finally like go see a doctor and like like actually look into this because I was feeling off for a really long time mm-hmm. and... Um, I kind of just pushed it away, and and by off I mean like I was really exhausted, um, and I was sleeping enough, and I was you know I felt like I kind of just couldn't keep up, and I would see people like 
running around or like going for a run and I was like I don't know why you guys do that because like that seems like way too much effort (laughs) (laughs) and um I was I had these insane headaches uh and I had this like crazy brain fog but at the time I just thought that was like you know caffeine withdrawal and Mm -hmm. I also I felt really sick every time I ate and I kind of just assumed that's how people felt after they ate, like tired and lethargic and slow and, and bloated and in pain. And I kind of, once I had hit the point with my fingers tingling, I was like, okay, maybe I should just go in and see a doctor. And that's sort of when when it all started. Um, I ended up playing what I call Dr. Hopscotch, when you just like endlessly bounce through medical appointments, trying <laughs> to get answers. And I... I, I mean, I'm very lucky because I live in Canada and healthcare is free. So mm-hmm. I just saw everybody I could possibly talk to. Like, started with the GP and getting the GP's opinion, and then you know, going to and you were the seeing these G- you were seeing these GPs for what for like all the symptoms you were having, the tingling and yeah, like I would go in and like, and I was like, well, I was younger at the time, and I was like, you know, I'm feeling this tingling in my fingers. Um, they're like, okay, like, well, what else is, you know, happening? I was like, well, I feel tired, and I, I feel, like, in pain when I eat, and I'm not feeling very good these days, and I'm feeling kind of slow, and um, I feel like I've been gaining a lot of weight lately, and and then they'd be like, oh, like, oh, are you are you just stressed out from school? Like, are you sleeping enough? And it's like, well, yeah, and they're like, okay, well, let's do some blood work and get you on iron. Uh, you look anemic, like, what are you eating? I'm like, oh, I'm eating a vegetarian diet. And I'm like, okay, well, you're probably anemic. Um, but, like, you know, that kind of wasn't it. So I I had spent, I had spent um, like, 10 years of my life just trying to figure out what the hell I had and how to fix it. Because at one point, through my, my Dr. Hopscotch, I was in the ER one night because my pains in my stomach were really bad after... Honestly, I was eating uh, gluten, and I, I mean, I'm, I have celiac disease now, but, like, nobody really knew what it was, and I went to the ER, um, and I was like, okay, guys, like, I'm in a ton of pain, and they're like, well, take these T3s, and if, you know, if you feel better, you just have to go home, because, like, we don't know what's wrong, and there's nothing we can really do with you, and, like, that's it, and then I remember taking the T3s, and then they feel, you, you feel pretty good after you take, like, three T3s mm-hmm. in the ER, and then they sent me home, and it was, like, like, I don't know what you guys don't get, but, like, something is not right here. Um, and when you have, like, a bunch of different symptoms that are sort of hard to classify or, like, put your finger on, stuff like, you know, having, like, funky gas or, like, weird bowel movements or, like, always getting sick and having these bizarre symptoms, people just kind of just brush you off because it's really vague. Um, and what it ended up being was um, my autoimmune disease, which is celiac disease. Um, I also have Raynaud's disease, which is, like, part of it. It's an autoimmune condition, but it's the, it accounts for the tingling in my hands and my feet um, and this numbness that I get quite uh-huh, a bit. Uh-huh. And my I ended up having IBS and candida and leaky gut, and I have, like, eight food allergies and sensitivities. And it just ended up being, like, my gut being a total mess. And I just tried literally all the things I could get my hands on and books I could find at the library to figure out what the hell was going on. Um, and things started to improve when I changed changed what I was eating, like changed how I thought about my body and changed what kind of like chemicals I was putting in my body. And that that's literally it. And that's what the book is about. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, that's so, and, and part of it was like, it's so good just to kind of hear how you transitioned from, you know, wanting to figure out what it was and just not getting the answers that you knew you were having. So how exactly have you, how exactly, like, what was the process in you, like, really figuring out, like, what, what was happening? Yeah, totally. So I would get referred, I would get referred to a lot of specialists and at the, because usually the GP will not know what's happening and they'll send you to a specialist um, and then you talk with them. And then the beginning, I was like, I don't even know what these words that they're using. And I, at the time, was really shy and I was like, well, I'm not going to, I don't know how to speak up and like say, oh, sorry, can you clarify that? So I would just go home and like try to Google stuff so I could mm-hmm. be better educated next time to know what yeah. they were saying. And once you know, once I started, you know, going down the rabbit hole of the internet, you'd I'd start reading like all these blogs, and then books that they recommend, and then I would, um, you know, I would go to like the library and see what they had in like the health section, and then, you know, you you start with sort of one. I remember my first starting book was like actual book was Terry Walls, uh, the Walls Protocol, and she's a functional medicine MD who has um, MS, and she cured herself through food. And that was like the first book that I read on somebody else who had like sort of similar stuff to what I have because MS is also an autoimmune condition and she healed herself through food. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And she's also she's also a doctor, like a, a legitimate doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started reading her stuff. And then I started getting, and then once you sort of read one, you kind of learn about other people. Yeah, and you, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And then I ended up finding like Dr. Like Mark Hyman. And then, you know, you find Dr. Like Amy Myers and we're also, they're both like in the functional medicine space. And, um, and then I found Dr. Andrew Wheel, and I don't know if you've ever been in in, in Santa Monica to True Foods Kitchen. I have, yes. Um, they have them everywhere oh my God, now. It's like they restaurant. have them. They have them everywhere. Oh, really? Like, yes. Um, they're. I mean, when we were in Texas, like they had them, and it was really awesome because they're they're opening different locations. Um, yeah, so it's really good. So continue. Yes, True Foods is the best. Yeah. Truth is, is the best. See, that's the kind of stuff we don't get up here. In that's Canada. what I want to talk to you about bad. because I, I'm so curious because we have so, so much access to, well, I mean, I should say, I should uh, clarify that because I've been traveling the U.S. for the last four and a mm-hmm. half months. And I know that there are certain places in the U.S. that you cannot get healthy food or it's just really hard to get fresh produce. But yeah. I know living for me living in LA or even when I was living in Portland, it was so easy to get clean and healthy organic food or to go to a restaurant that had like gluten free options or vegan options and uh and mm-hmm. it and it actually be good food. So what's it like up in uh in in Canada? Like do you guys have the same is there like the same sort of attention and awareness around health and wellness as there is here in the US? Yeah, I'd say so for sure. I, Vancouver is where, like, where I live in Vancouver. Vancouver is uh, like a mini, um, it's like super West Coast. It's like, really close to like what it's like to be in like LA or San Francisco. Um, everybody is ex- extremely health conscious. Lululemon uh, is down here in Vancouver. So um, you can just take that and expand it to what Vancouver is like in general. So a lot of, you know, super healthy people and tons of goal setting and, uh, like lots of places to get green juice, so it's it's good. But we just don't have, um, like, because we are like a huge country, and we don't have 
we don't have very many people. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of space between everybody. So we don't have a lot of the brands that you guys carry in the U.S., oh, the see. big stuff. Yeah. Um, so every time I go to like a Whole Foods in the U.S., it's like a, it's like a, I'm in a candy store because there's all these cool new things I haven't tried. Um, and we also don't have things like, you know, um, well, like we don't have Amazon, like fresh. And we, because it's just, everything's really so we don't have like Instacart or any of that kind of stuff. But that, that's that's okay. That's like that's the you know the premium upper level tier. But we're we're very health conscious people. That's I mean I'm so curious because I've I've only been to Canada once and I really like have been wanting to to go back. Um, I've never been to Vancouver, so I'm just I'm really curious as to what you know what it's like up there. I know that there's a really big yoga scene. I know that there's um, a lot of my friends go up there quite often. I know that Wanderlust does a big uh, mm-hmm. Wanderlust fest up there, so that's yeah. that's really cool, you know. And so now, what? So how are you taking everything that you learned and bringing it out for the world to reap the benefits from your experience? Yeah, totally. I get that. Um, so I. This is, like, not at all what I set out to do. I was very much, like, type A. Like, I started, like, gunning it really hard in high school. Like, I had, like, my eye on the prize. Um, I knew what school I wanted to get into, which was just, like, our local mm-hmm. our local University of British Columbia. Um, but I really wanted to get into the business school, which is, like, really... Okay, it's hard because, you know, in Canada, a lot of people don't know because it's not... We're not at all, like, Ivy League, and it's, like, if you don't... I don't know. Anyways, being a Canadian and living in the U.S. at one point, it's like, if you're not from an Ivy League school, nobody knows who you are. But UBC is actually a really, really good school, and the business school acceptance rate is like 6%. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, and now that you have to, like, you have to actually, not uh, you have to interview to get in, and it's really competitive. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to this, like, this local business school. It's really good. So I worked, worked my butt off in high school, which is when I started getting, like, my autoimmune symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um and something else I want to talk to you down the road later is about, like, you know, you're, you and your broken wing when you're gunning it really hard. The universe <laughs> is like, okay, I'm going to send you some stuff. So then I, yeah, I pushed really aggressively. Then I did, like, all the things in university, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing, still, still doing everything kind of to the max. I went to school, like, on full scholarship, and I graduated on the dean's list, and I was like, okay, I'm going to... I had, like, my name signed to go work full-time in, like, a special marketing rotational program, which, you know, when you come from business school, it's like, yay, you got into one of the big programs, like, good for you, like, you're you're amazing, like, all the younger kids are going to look up to you, and then a couple months before my start date, I had, I had a breakdown, I was like, whoa, like, I cannot do this, um, like, entrepreneurship is kind of always in my heart, mm-hmm. and I ended up doing a total switch and going, moving down to the Bay Area um, and working on my tech startup ideas, which revolved around so the future of food and very different stuff as to what I'm doing now. But I was also, like, I was working on a couple different things. I was really passionate about it, but I, after, like, several different iterations, what I had finally got to was working, I was working on this, like, payment gateway so that Americans... So people on EBT cards, on food stamps, could yep. use them online to get so they could get access to fresh food yes. in food deserts. Mm-hmm. And I was working on trying to figure that out. And then I remember at one point, there was this moment where I was like, I had come home for a week to, to Canada 
to my boyfriend's cabin, which is like literally in in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh my God, I don't want to work on this right now. Um, like I do not want to do this. And you kind of, you know what it's like when you have that resentment towards work, when you feel like you have to do it, but you really don't mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I had like, that mm-hmm. feeling. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had that feeling really loud and clear. And then I kind of had this voice out of like my own head. It was like, well, what if, like, what if your life was easy? Like, what if you just did what you were good at? Like, who would you be if you could just, like be yourself and like teach what you know yeah um and then I was like then I had like really thought about it because I was like well the only thing I really know like in my whole life is figuring out my body and like how to live a functional life and you know it's not as sexy as getting into Y Combinator or like getting my MBA at Stanford um or you know trying to like get into like singularity use program like uh, what if I just did like did this and it was like whoa <laughs> I might I had to get over the ego bit um, yeah yeah because my ego was super super attached yeah to my but that's and that's identity. yeah and that's sort of part of this whole idea of like being able to put your energy into something that's gonna benefit you and your health as opposed to just letting your mind or or your ego get in the way of just what we think success should look like. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. so what's your, so how are you finding the balance now in your life and, and what is it that you want to continue to create? I'm curious. Yeah. Well, the balance is good. Um, the balance has been now it's on the flip side where, like, I'm absolutely obsessed with it, and I love it. And, um, you know, my living now is, like, writing books, making courses, um, and, like, serving, serving like, an audience. And my, my audience is mostly people who are kind of, like, struggling with health issues and are just not sure why they feel off um, or, like, what to do about it or, like, where, where to start. So I just try to provide kind of like a starting point for people to kind of get educated and get resources so they can sort of, you know, be more informed when they go speak to their doctor or, you know, know where to start to even pick up a book on like functional medicine and just kind of like a home base is what I wanted to create. Just something like that I would have liked, you know, 10 years ago when I started doing this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would love, I love doing this. I would, I have goals to take it up. Like, like a lot of notches. <laughs> like what? Um, Tell us. Okay, well, really, um, I guess, well, okay, uh, nobody really knows this, so I guess I'll announce on your show. To, well, I'm, I am. to tell everyone what you're doing, so do it. Yeah, so next up is, next up is a podcast, uh, yes. and down the road, I would love, um, like a proper book deal, because I, like a proper book deal, and a proper, uh, and a cookbook deal, um, yeah. and do, like and speak full time for for a living, um, helping other people, like rock their best life and work on also work a little bit more deeper into the mindset behind healing because I feel like that is really not often addressed enough. Um, and starting with your mind first. I think that a lot of the times people in this field think that being a certain age is going to add validity to your knowledge. And I will be the first person to tell you, it doesn't matter how many birthdays you've celebrated when you have life experience. 
you know? So I think that you should definitely own that and, and not recoil when anyone asks you that, because I think that it, to me, to me being in this field for as long as I have and being in the health and wellness industry for as long as I have, I really feel so hopeful and so inspired when I hear about these uh, revelations in the younger generation, you know, because for me, I wish it would have happened sooner. I mean, it happened when it happened and, and that's what it was. But like, I feel like there, there has to be more people realizing this and more people talking about it. And I love everything that you're talking about. I mean, I just got a a partnership with Thrive Market and I really, yeah. yeah, I really love working with them. I mean, they are such an incredible company and not only do they work directly with, uh, with, uh, actual the brands, which is why they can give such a huge mm-hmm. discount. But they also do so much with working with communities and working with, uh, you know, uh, families in need. I mean, this is Gunnar, the the oh, one of the founders, yeah. is big yeah, yeah, on yeah. this, right? So, um, he actually we we did an interview uh, that will come out soon after this this comes out. So Ooh. so everyone listening can can look out for that because it's going to be really really great. Uh, it's a great interview and and he talks about why he started you know the company and what it's all about and with in regard to uh, using EBT cards the the you know the we would call like the food stamp cards for. Uh, families in need, they'll be able to go on there and and buy produce and buy uh, good, healthy, mm-hmm. clean, organic food directly, you know, from online, which is, you know, where a lot of people buy most of their things. And if they don't have access to mm-hmm. uh, a healthy food store, now they have access to Thrive Market. So um, I always have to just talk mm-hmm. about it because for me, it's like, and, and we get, uh, the our listeners in particular get an extra 25% off plus free shipping. If they go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Rosie, they can get uh, an extra 25% off and they can check out to see if they like the the membership. And it's just, it's really great. And for every membership that people buy, a family in need gets a free membership. So it's like you buy one and then somebody else that's in need gets one. And it's just, I've seen what they've done. Kelly and it's it's incredible. Um, so again, I'll just mm-hmm. you know if anybody's interested, if they want to check it out, it's uh, www. forward slash Rosie if if they want to check it out. But going back to what you were talking about um, in regard to your age, uh, and look whether you want to talk about this on this podcast or not, I think it's important because I I actually have a lot of questions to ask you. It, in regard to just, you know, like where your generation is at mentally, you know, because I think it's, it's such a huge, it's so important, you know? Yeah, I think, well, I I know for myself, it's hard to speak to everybody um, in like a, a broad term, but I would say from myself and my friends, I'd say we're a pretty like with it, group mm-hmm. um i'd say yeah i honestly i see a lot of hope for the future i think i know i think there's a lot of really great stuff coming and i feel like the way that my generation thinks is like 
it just elevated on another level. Like, sometimes I got to see things that my friends are building and making and, like, doing with their lives. Um, like, one of my friends in my, like, weekly mastermind, um, like, she's building, like, she'll build, like, apps during her, like, her spare time at her, like, internship at Intel. And, like, she's still, she's still in school. And I'm always like, like, whoa, you just built that in your spare time? Like, to serve other people? Like, that's so cool. Or... Or just, like, new ways. I have a couple of friends working in, you know, new ways of growing food and, like, more advanced technology so more people can have access to food. And, like, the amount of knowledge my friends have. Like, I'll ask my friends first about, you know, what... I'm like, hey, like, give me some more input on, like, what you know about, like, just different ways of, like, loving. And, like, like even I've been learning about, like, polyamorous relationships. And, like, my, my friends are just so, like, open and like, such broad knowledge, and, like, I went to, like, a barbecue on the weekend, and one of my friends, same age as me, he's, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, my TED Talk. I'm, like, oh, my God, yeah, my TED Talk. And I just have so much hope <laughs> when I see such, like, cool people in, in you know, my age, like, plus or minus five yeah. years doing really advanced stuff with their lives where where I think, like, you know, man, like, that's, it's such a cool time to be alive because people are creating amazing stuff. Yeah. That's that's incredible because even when we first got on the phone, you're like, oh, I was working on my desire map this morning and I was journaling and I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. When I was 24, like I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, I knew I wanted to be in in the realm of, of helping people and, and working with people, but I just, I wasn't fully clear on what I wanted. And, you know, back, I'm like back then, like it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, but I mean, even 10 years ago, it it was, we didn't have as much access to all the different courses online that you can take now and all the different coaches mm -hmm. that are out there and all the, yeah. the great books that are out. I mean, it was, it was different, you know, it was a little bit different back then. Um, and things have, mm -hmm. have uh, grown so much since that. And it just makes me so happy to, to hear. Well, that's why I really loved reading your book. And I, and I can, I can feel the tenacity and I can feel the, the, the drive and the desire. And I just, I love that so much. And, Aww, and I love you. it even more knowing that you just turned 24 like that that makes me I'm not kidding it, it makes me so happy and I just want everyone to see that there is hope for this next generation that you you are all on your path to awakening and being more aware and creating change and making a difference and just you know being the the new change makers in the world so thank you for that that's thank so you. incredible I'm so happy oh, that's so, oh I appreciate that that's so kind of you it's always like I mean I feel I don't I, like I've always felt old like I don't know how to articulate that properly but I like I feel like I am like 35 like I feel I just have always felt <laughs> I love that you said old and you're like 35 that's like a year older than well, me how about like older like I've felt always felt older like, like an just, old soul yeah, like an old soul. Like, I just, I mean, you know, everybody else, everybody, like, my boyfriend's a lot older than me, and, like, you know, m my friends are, like, I just, they're also kind of, like, old souls. I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe that's a part of the the younger generation, kind of, I don't know, maybe it's a testament to, like, growing up faster mm. and 
with edu- more like more resources and more education, like yeah. more access to education, like online and through YouTube and like, you know, growing up more in the digital space. I, I would say, yeah, actually, I wonder if my other friends feel like that too, where we feel more, more older than we actually are. Cause you know, I don't know. I feel like I think looking, not that I know, but like looking at people who are a lot younger than me, like sometimes I'll see girls like, I live near high school, and I'll see girls that are in high school, and I think, man, they look like they're 25. Um, and I wonder if, like, you know, growing up online, like, or, like, growing up with access to Instagram when you're in, like, elementary school makes you grow up a lot faster, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm curious about that. How how has being part of the digital age informed your your formative years, your growing, your, your, the way that you see the world? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, well, it's all I've, like, ever known, so I don't have anything to compare it to. Um, I feel like, well, like, I mean, I don't know. I, oh, man, I actually don't, I'm trying to find something to say about that because I feel like my my immediate answer is, like, oh, like, this is all I know and it's just the way it is. But I, um, yeah, I mean, but it's true, access, though. I access, mean, yeah, like, so here's yeah. the thing. Like, it's you really don't have any other way of, of knowing how to be. That's just, that's just been, it's so, you know, I, my little sister, Reg, uh, Reggie, uh, just recently moved in with, with Tori and I. And so we've acquired a a teenager, you know, she, she just turned 19. Uh, she graduated, uh, last year from high school and it's just a different, it's a different way of being, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it makes me happy to know that she's not an anomaly. This girl is so smart and she's way, way wiser than I was at that age by, by a long shot and so aware and has really, uh, really good, uh, observative skills, but can also spend hours on her phone, like hours. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and doing, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I know she's just screwing around because I can hear her in her room just, like, laughing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And other times, like, she's researching things or she's looking certain things up. Uh, she she just started school, um, so she's she's now doing that. But but I love the, the awareness there is around, you know, not allowing what you see, not allowing the highlight reel that we see in other people's lives inform how we want to be. You know, I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you guys have a really, uh, great platform to begin to change that. And I think that people like you and your friends are, that's why I'm so, I'm so happy that you're listening to this podcast or that you're, and you're doing the desire map and you, you know, you, uh, follow Tim Ferriss's ways, you know, like that you, you're part of this world of self-development at a, at, at a young mm-hmm. age, you know, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's, 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 it's exciting. And it's also like, like I said, it's, it's all I've ever known. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like when you don't know, like my immediate answer is like, oh, well, like I'll just Google it or like I'll find a free YouTube tutorial or like I'll just watch, I'll just look at somebody else's blog and see if they have any resources for, for something else. And it's yeah. just sort of, yeah, yeah, getting my, like my, you know, forever, like my, my go-to input is like, well, who do the thought leaders that I follow online say? And like, 
you have so much, there's so much like free education and knowledge online that it's, it's like my audience, like sometimes I think about, you know, would I even do traditional school again? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Well, I, I don't want to keep you and I want to respect your time. And I have a couple more questions because you've gone through such, uh, a tumultuous journey with your own health. I'm I'm curious if there's a philosophy or some words of wisdom that you live by now. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's always been the same, and it's just uh, don't worry. Everything will be amazing. <gasps> that's a really great. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a really good tattoo, but then I thought I'm like, wait, that's a really good poster. I'm like, I never want to be like <laughs> part of like the the encourager to put something permanent on your body, you know, that, <laughs> Hey, if that's what you want to do, that's great. So that's, that's awesome. That's beautiful. What advice would you give your 15 year old self now? Oh man. Um, probably to dial it back, um, and chill a little more <laughs> because of the type A thing. <laughs> Yeah, because of the type A thing, uh, which is, like, super deeply ingrained into me, and uh, I just accept. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good you're aware of it. That's always the first step. What advice, exactly. what advice will your, your 35-year-old self tell you now? Probably also to just chill out um, <laughs> and, and dial it back, and that everything's going to happen when it happens. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Kelly, you are so amazing. Where can people find you uh, and get your book or get more information about you or, and I know that you do coaching. So tell us where to go. Yeah. Everything is just on kellytrack.com and that's P-R-A-C-H, not a K, um, or at kellytrack on Instagram, K-R-A-C-H. And yep, that's all, it's all that all the time. All that, all the time. Great. And you're pretty active on social media because I know we interact on there a lot. So um, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you were on here. Thank you so much for not only being a listener, but also being an incredible guest and for doing the work that you're doing. I'm, I'm so inspired by you and I'm so grateful that you're doing what you're doing. I want you to keep it up and just I'm so excited to see what flourishes for your future. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I, um, I, I just love your show and I love your work. And I always, I always enjoy listening, listening to your stuff. And I, I think you have the best laugh. Like when you, when you kind of get like a little bit squeaked, like kind of oh, I think it's the cutest. I, I think it's the best. Well, my dear, it was great talking to you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.